Good afternoon, people. Good afternoon, people. I hope that you guys are having a good and productive day so far. Okay, I have been pretty busy this morning. Okay, if I may say so myself, okay? Hope that you guys are having a good work day or rest day. Sometimes I know it's hump day. You know, some people even take Wednesdays off, okay? If you can, more power to you, okay? We're very happy for you. Uh, we have been studying the book of Proverbs, so we're going to continue to study the book of Proverbs today. And again, if you're like, oh, I don't want to have a scripture stuff, and it's not for me, or their presence okay <laughs> all right so i am multitasking i'm wrapping presents and we're going to be reading proverbs chapter two um again if you're just like oh that's you know it's outdated and that's not my thing you know i get it i understand you know what i mean so uh you have a wonderful happy holidays but we're going to continue to go ahead and study this okay let's start at chapter two here I'm going to give you guys a chance to go grab your text. Or to use your app, okay? I'm a paper and pen type of gal because I am a writer. But I do appreciate the technology as well, okay? So we're going to read, starting now. Proverbs chapter 2. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, and apply thine heart to understanding. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and lifteth up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord, and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom, out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. When wisdom entereth into thine heart and knowledge is pleasing and pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. To deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward things. Put a pen in that right there. That was uh, Proverbs chapter 2, verses 12. We're going to, and if you don't mind, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to mark up their Bibles. I wish, again, I wish I could show you guys mine, which I probably will do a few of these as a vlog, okay? The forward, just, just underline that, okay? Who leave the paths of right, un, uprighteousness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil and delight in the frowardness of the wicked, whose ways are crooked and they forward in their paths to deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger with flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth unto death and her paths unto the dead. None that go unto her return again, neither 
take hold of the paths of life, that thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of righteousness. For the upright shall dwell in the land and the perfect shall remain in it, but the wicked shall be cut off from the earth and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. Okay, we're going to stop right there. We might read chapter three today. But again, you know, we want to kind of go through these slow. We might do a chapter, you know, every other day or every day for 31 days. They might not be consecutively, so, you know. So I'm going to be citing my source here. Of course, you guys know that source was the King James Version of the Bible, okay? You guys are like, I don't believe that stuff. That's great, okay? But this is power packed with wisdom here. Okay, again, now you, I know you guys are smarter. You pay attention. I asked you guys, if you didn't mind, to underline forwardness, okay? We're going to look it up. All right, let's look up forwardness. And that was uh, in chapter two, verses 12. And that's F-R-O-W-A-R-D, okay? What is forward? Not forward, like forward movement. Forward, like fro and ward, okay? All right, let's look it up and see what it means here. And there's different uh, definitions for it, okay? But it means perverse and deceitful, okay? False, all right? So, again, we're not adding to and taking anything away from the word. We're giving synonyms for the modern language so we can understand. Because most people don't say, you are forward. They may, they say, you false or you're deceitful, right? So, it's a deceitful way, okay? It's a deceitful way. Let's look up deceit, okay? And I know you guys are like, why are you doing this? Just because a lot of people kind of read over things. Yes, dishonest, you know. Um, lying, okay? Disingenuous, all right? Unprincipled, two-faced, duplicitous, cunning, crafty, scheming, guileful, hypocritical, um, sneaky, tricky, foxy, crooked. Okay, so these are different. Hollow-hearted. Wow, this is, you know, <laughs> whoa. Okay, so when you look at things as disingenuous, right? You ever, you know, encounter someone, you can kind of tell they're disingenuous with you. Uh, that's where forward means, okay? So let's look and see what Proverbs 2 is basically talking about. Okay. And I always like to cite my sources. I do not take anybody's intellectual property. Okay. Not normally um, that is. Okay. If I got it from a website or from a wonderful article, you guys know I love, 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 love my local magazines. I even went out. This is a side note. Okay. Because you guys do not know that I am a huge thrift store shopper. I love the retail shop. And I got that from my grandmother. Okay. I used to hate getting in there with her. But now I am into the knickknacks. I'm into the doodads. I just love the little statues and everything. And you find some really good stuff in there. Sometimes you'll find like really good furniture as far as, as it's pertaining to wood. Because like a, a lot of times nowadays, they make this stuff like, you know, really fast. And it's not the same quality. So with that said, I found a really good magazine rack. Okay. It's made of real wood. It's really heavy. And I, I've been putting all of my um, local magazines in it. So again, I always encourage and admonish you guys. I know we, we go to the grocery stores and I know that, you know what I'm saying, we be busy and stuff, but, and I know we got technology, but always support your local authors, okay? And I've always been making a, 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 a duty of mine to sow into and to honor local authors because I'm a local author, right? You know, so you, as you give, so shall you receive what you reap, you sow, okay? So I would love to, to reap, um, you know, honor and respect in my craft of writing and my passion of writing. So if I find a good author, there's no jealousy here. I love good authors of all genres. So that's just a little side note for my magazine there. So always cite my sources. Okay. 
I don't like to take anything from anyone and say, oh, I came up with this because, you know, you don't ever know what people went through or studied and the time they put into the learn and to be able to come up with their intellectual property, right? They're building intellectual property like you'll build a regular property, okay, or a physical property. So this will be coming from BibleRef.com. All right, you want to write that down? That'd be a good resource for you too. That's BibleRef, R-E-F.com. And this is a good little way. It's kind of like an uh, electronic concordance, okay? Because when I was coming up, when I would do my Bible studies, my personal Bible studies or study something that my teacher at the time was trying to tell us to understand, I would like to have the concordance and the, and the definitions and you know, all of that. So what is Proverbs chapter two about? What is it really about? The second chapter of Proverbs can be split into four basic divisions. Take some of this protein shake. Oh, so good, guys. It's called Chocolate Caramel Dream. So delicious. It says these those segments are verses 1 through 5, which imply wisdom. Verses 6 through 8, which imply courage. Verses 9 through 15, which imply justice. And verses 16 through 22, which imply integrity. Okay. So that is wisdom, number one, courage, number two, justice, number three, and integrity, number four. I don't know about you, but I need to be more wise. I need to be more courageous in the right things. You know, I need to uh, be able to be fair in things, especially when it comes to like parenthood or if you're a business owner or you work for someone. Okay. You work on a team. Uh, I need to have, be, have more integrity. Again, when we're reading and going through this text here, it's not for you to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? Uh, such and such is not like that. Or such and such, my boss or my mom or, you know, my, my husband, my wife. Which that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it if it reminds you of someone. But again, you always want to read it according to point the finger at yourself. Because the text also says, don't point out the sty in your brother's eye when you have one of your own. Okay? So that's not what that's not what we're doing here. There's no innuendos. There's no insinuations. There's no shade. None of that stuff is going on here. This is us looking into the mirror. Actually, this is me looking into the mirror. And I'm asking you guys to join me, okay? To encourage you to look into the mirror. All right. So it says, Peter would later expound further on the idea of living and growing in holiness or virtue. The Greek word used in 2 Peter 1 through 5 is ariti, okay? Ariti or art. Oh, I kind of like that. Sometimes translated as moral excellence or virtue. The word means the excellence of a thing. Excellent causes that thing both to be itself in good condition and to perform its function well. Okay. So I don't know about you, but I want to be in good condition mentally, physically, spiritually, financially, you know what I'm saying? Relationally, platonic, romantic. And I want to perform my function well. A lot of people in this day and age, they like to talk about the church hurt thing. And I have had insinuations and shade thrown at me talking about that. And I don't look at it that way myself at all. Okay. Um, I look at it as what can I do better? You understand? Like, what can I, what can I be excellent in? So as far as like saying, I was used, you used me, you know, you hear that also a lot from, you know, when you're in a heartbroken state or you dealt with betrayal or or disappointment, and I'm not invalidating those emotions because I have felt every gamut of them. If you don't believe me, go listen to my podcast. I have a master's degree in betrayal, okay? 
I've been probably betrayed in ways that most haven't, okay? So I'm not talking about that, but why am I bringing this up? Most people would say, well, I don't want to be used. Well, I do want to be used. I don't want to be abused. That means used abnormally according to my function. My function, as far as my gender, I'm a woman, okay? Now, whatever your personal philosophy is or doctrine is, you know, I congratulations. But for me as a woman, uh, and according to what I believe, I believe that I'm supposed to be nurturing. I'm supposed to be receptive. I'm supposed to be able to temper my tongue, which I definitely have a problem with. You know what I'm saying? Much better now than I was in my 20s, but still a way to go. All right. So these are things I'm supposed to be able to speak life to things. I'm supposed to be able to have my conversation. The way I speak should be so good. I could, it could win over my husband. It could win over if my husband wasn't saved or if he didn't believe in the most high. That's what I'm trying to get. Or if your kids will rise up and call you blessed, which we're going to get to that too. That's actually in this book here, the book of Proverbs. 31, okay? So that's what I'm going to tell you too. And it's not to beat ourselves up when we make mistakes or to say, oh my God, but you know, we can all malfunction in certain ways. We're not mal, okay? It means bad or like maladapted. We're not functioning in the way to our premium capacity or how they would say today is we're not living up to our fullest potential, okay? All right? So to live up to your fullest potential, accountability is definitely needed, okay? So this is something that you should receive with open arms and I know it's hard to uh sometimes but it's something you definitely should receive the concept at least if you have an issue with authority or if you've been hurt by authority if you have issue with people telling you what to do or whatever try to receive the concept at first go to God yourself and say let me receive this concept what's blocking me from receiving because you're not going to be able to receive it from an authority if you don't receive the concept okay so it's the concept of I want to be I want to function well. Functioning well means to be used. Like you know how to say, use me, Lord, or you know, you let that man use you up. No, I ain't used up. But you know, I'm seeing how people like to say, I want to be used. If I'm a wife, I want to be utilized well as a wife. We're gonna make passionate love. I want to be encouraging, not gassing up. Okay. There's a way that you can still function, but you're not functioning well. The only way that you can function well. And that I can function well and that we can function well is to go to God. That's the only way you're going to be able to function well. You'll be able to function. You ever heard of like a functioning alcoholic, a functioning addict, a shopaholic, a functioning workaholic, right? A functioning sexaholic. It's a holic or something. It's something that you have adapted to yourself uh, to kind of help you get through so you can function. You know, some people say, how you doing? Maintaining and functioning. Well, I want to function well. And in order to function well, we have to surrender. We have to humble ourselves. We have to turn from things that we know that we ain't got no business doing, right? And then we have to go to him and say, help me to function well. And when I fall down, I get back up. For it says the righteous man fall down seven times. So if you have made seven mistakes in, uh, today, you ain't alone. Okay, I probably made times that. You understand? But just keep getting back up and keep going to something that's greater than you. They even tell you that in AA, that you have to go to a higher power. If you're uncomfortable with saying God or I don't believe all them Christian and church stuff again, we are in the, the era where a lot of people are being more vocal about the woes and the disappointments they have received in the church. I am not here to come against anybody's church or to say anything against anybody's denomination or their organization or their hubs or, you know, their pots or things of that nature. Okay. Their gatherings, their assemblies. That's not my place. I'm here to be able to understand concepts, right? So that I can reach and have discernment to go and sit up under the right things. You understand? Okay? So you do want to function well. Don't you want to function well as a woman? We want to function well in our health, right? We know when something is maladapted in our health. So we go to what? The doctor. We'll call the doctor. We go to the doctor and say, something going on. We tell them the symptoms. 
and then we receive, you know, we have wisdom or we want to do better, their instructions, right? And I know sometimes it's hard to do that, okay? I'm right here with you guys. Trust me, okay? I am right here. I completely understand that. If you hear any crumbling in the background, that is, again, I am wrapping presents when I'm talking to you guys, okay? So that's what it is. I want to function well, okay? I want to I want to perform well. I want to function well. Okay, the Greek philosopher, Aristotle, is credited with saying, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence, therefore, is not an act, but a habit. Aristotle was a disciple of Plato when he expressed the notion that virtue must be must also be understood as a kind of moderation. It aims at the mean or moderate amount of anything so that too much or too little of it will be considered a vice. Okay? So like a vice, like something that you kind of lean on. The easiest example of this is with the virtue of courage, something frequently discussed in Greek philosophy, but only alluded to in this portion, in this portion of Proverbs. Someone who is not courageous is easily recognized as a coward. However, someone is, who is too courageous is, we would think of as reckless, right? Like you just reckless with your mouth. You just say anything. Well, you know, we can't say anything. You know, I'm learning that. You understand what I'm saying? This version of courage, therefore, is the exact point at which we exhibit appropriate care not to be reckless as well as appropriate fortitude not too timid. So it's basically talking about balance. You don't want to be reckless. You don't want to be timid, but you want to be balanced in your, in your courage. Okay? Uh-oh. Let me go ahead and go down a bit more. Adding virtue to our faith is meant to bring our faith to the point of moderation. This is the place where we are completely secure in Christ, but not reckless, right? This place, the median, right? That means in the middle of confidence and caution is the kind of faith Solomon is trying to teach us in Proverbs chapter two. It is a place where we live out a holy life for the Lord, but not a life of access and sinful liberty, but not a life marked by legalism. Okay. See how that goes. You could like, look at a line. There's different ends of the spectrum. You could either be like, hey, party like a rock star, right? Which I've been there. Come on, hey. Oh. Or you could be too legalistic. Well, I cannot wear that because today is the Sabbath. You know, you're just not so heavenly minded, you're not on earthly good. That's basically what, what, and remember Solomon, according to this doctrine of belief, okay? It's known as the wisest man to ever live. And Solomon's name means shalom. It means peace. It means whole. In order for something to be whole, it has to be balanced, Okay? And I believe it also says in here, a false balance is an abomination to the Lord. We're going to get to that. Okay, we're going to get to that. But I'm just, you know, scripture's just popping up as we're talking about this. Okay. Our lives are meant to be marked by a true faith-based relationship with God. This holy lifestyle leads us to be discerning followers of the Lord, not mindless robots nor hypocritical sinners. Okay. We don't want to be a bot. We don't want to be a hypocrite. Okay. A people marked by steady faith in God are those who do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, but test everything, hold fast what is good, and abstain from that is evil. Okay? So I think that that's really, really good. I really enjoyed reading that. Again, this was from Bible Ref. And I love that they use different theologians. Okay, these are people that are well studied. So I know a lot of people are like, well, you ain't got no degree. You know, and who is your, I, listen, that's legalistic. You being legal. <laughs> now I'm not saying walk around listening to anybody, but you're being a little legalistic. You need to relax. 
if somebody's not saying nothing wrong, you know, and I know something about you, okay, well, everybody knows something about everybody. You know what I'm saying? If somebody, you see somebody trying to change their ways and do better, you know, keep your mouth closed and stop being a busybody. Okay? You being a busybody. All right? It's idle time. You understand? All right? It says, you pray for me. I pray for you. I love you. I need you to survive. When we start getting to the point where we like, I don't need you. And I, I, I got my circle and my circle tight and all of that paranoia and suspicion is when we begin to kind of brush off people that are saying stuff that could be significant and that can help you. But you can't receive it because you're being a legalist. Because we can't vet you where you come from. Who is you? They don't have a prominent you know, secular or worldly name that you would consider respectable. They don't have the worldly possessions that you think that they're supposed to have at a certain age. And they don't have the type of partner or a partner at all. You think Those are things that are getting in the way of you being able to receive wisdom. There's nothing wrong with receiving some wisdom. What's wrong with a little wisdom? Okay. All right. Let's look at what wisdom is. All right. Let's look it up. Okay. And yes, I type a little slower. All right, let's look at that. What's going on? Yes, isn't that beautiful? Okay. So if you lack wisdom, you, you can ask God. If you're like, I don't know about this, ask him. Wisdom is knowledge and the capacity to make, and use, make use of it. Knowledge of the best ends and the best means, discernment and judgment, discretion, skill, dexterity. If you have a skill, you have to hone your skills, right? You have to work your skills. So there's ways that you can work your wisdom, okay? You can write that down too, all right? And don't take my intellectual property because it's been done a lot of times before, okay? We got it. We got the receipts. For, I've been saying we know, you know, we got the time, that time stamps. We got the publishing dates, all right? But I'm not one to kind of come out and say stuff like that. It, it'll just be known when it's supposed to. So work your wisdom. That's what we want to do. Now, what season are we in right now? We are in wintertime. No matter where you live at, it's, you know, preferably more cold than what it normally would be. Even if you're in, like, some of the hotter states, it's cold. You know what I'm saying? We're dealing with the coldness, right? So, is it wisdom if you live in somewhere where it's snow to walk outside without any you know, proper covering on? No, that's not wisdom. Why? Because you're putting yourself vulnerable to the elements of the season. Not only are you putting yourself vulnerable to the elements of the season, it could affect you. Now, when it affects you, it's going to do a domino. If you are, got a job, you can't go to your job. Now, you lose a month. You understand what I'm saying? You have children. You know, it's the season. It's winter, it's winter time, but it's the it's Christmas time. So you want to be, you know, in good health to be around your children. So, there's different things that we are learning as far as trying to work our wisdom. I'm trying to get better at working my wisdom. And then it'll change in the season. Okay? So you got to be adaptable as well. All right? You can't be bullheaded and stubborn. And you ain't making no sense because you ain't going according to the season. You, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got to put no coat on. Okay, go on outside and get a chest coat. Go on out there and get them on. So we have to, I want to work my wisdom more. I want to work it in my parenthood. I want to work it when I'm, I have a wife's heart. You have to develop that. Uh, the Lord will give it to you. When I get my husband, I want to work my wisdom. Okay? This is, this is what, this is what I'm trying to do. Okay? All right? So I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Again, I'm going to try to keep these under 25 minutes because I got to get back. I am steadily wrapping. Okay. I wrapped three gifts since we've been talking for 20 minutes. Okay. So maybe not as good as multitasking as I thought. Okay. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this. Again, this was Proverbs 2. 
Proverbs 2, and it's talking about courage, integrity, justice, and wisdom, okay? And if you like, ah, oh, this is too fast, we'll just start with one concept, courage. I want to be able to have courage in the right things, because there's a way that you can have courage in the wrong things. You know, you can be courageous and, and, and try to tell a police officer, oh, but now you in jail, you see what I'm saying? Or be courageous, and, and if you're a teen, you talk back to your parents, now, you won't, now you're grounded, or and talk better or say something rude or out of the way to your boss. Now you ain't got no job or you written up. So we don't we don't want to be reckless, okay? I know I don't want to be reckless. All right. I don't want to be reckless now. This is not the season to be reckless anyway. Because everybody is walking around on, on they like a hair trigger. Like it's like walking through a landmine nowadays. If you don't believe me, go out go out Christmas shopping and you'll see two different types of people. You'll see the ones that really enjoy it and you see the ones that are really, really stressed out. Okay? The ones that are really, really stressed out. That energy is really, really contagious, and it'll get on other people, okay? And it'll have them act what? Reckless towards you. They'll be talking reckless towards you, too. Anybody that's just tweeting and posting and, 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 and saying anything they big enough to say, that's a reckless person. You being reckless. So I know I don't want to be reckless. I've done it in the past, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I don't know about you. I want to be more integral. I know it's not popular. Like, oh, you ain't perfect. We already know that. Trust me, I know that. Okay, nobody, that's, that's the, what is the ad hominem fallacy where they can't argue your point because you're stating facts. They have to argue other stuff. Well, you have kids out of wedlock. I sure do. Sure do. Mm, and I love my children. All right. Love them. Well, never mind. I'm not going to get to that because even their savior, wasn't he kind of born out of wedlock? Wasn't he conceived out of wedlock? She wasn't married. So you can't receive from somebody. You You understand what I'm saying? Look at look at look at David. All of the the kids he had. The first one he did have a consequence, but didn't he have some more children? And and even the ones he had within wetlock, did they come out? Did Absalom come out right? No, he didn't. So a lot of those things are legalistic. They are needful, and I believe in order. But a lot of them are just like it gets in the way. And that's again, that's a type of landmine you're working on with people when it comes to their beliefs. They're really, 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 really high sprung nowadays. So this is why we have to practice more wisdom. Okay, more discernment, more discretion. It's not being paranoid or, you know, you can't tell your right hand what your left hand doing. But basically, yeah, you can't tell everybody everything. People are not walking around in a state of happiness. They're walking around in a state of hatred and sadism, and they enjoy that. So, oh, you throw a shade and I'm spilling the tea. You know, this is an exposure culture. And we're going to tell everything and make somebody the butt of the joke. Those are people that you want to walk around with and with the discretion. If they make you the butt of the joke, I'm not going to give you anything else to talk about. And that requires wisdom so that you can do what? You're guarding your heart. I'm not going to share my heart with you. And you're a landmine talk. You know what I mean? I don't know what I would say. It's like walking on eggshells. Wisdom would tell you to get from around people like that or environments like that. Because why? It could do you danger. It could be hurtful to you or those you love. So this is why wisdom is important. Okay, so that's what we're going to be doing. I want to be courageous and have wisdom at the right time. I want to practice my integrity and get better at that at the right times and the right situations. Um, and continue to keep purging out these flaws, you know, and the habits. If you fall down or you go back into something you wasn't handling business going back into, that's between you and God. Okay, I ain't trying to judge you. God, God, I don't got nothing to do with that. The same way I got to deal with my own self and stuff I have going on. Just Lord, make me more wise. Okay, so you guys have a wonderful day. This is Humble Dane. And I wish you another happy holidays. Again, I'm going to say it every end of the podcast, okay? Happy holidays to you guys. Peace.